0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com in three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know i'm jamie east and this is is this seven? Good morning everybody, it's Thursday the 19th of August and it's World Humanitarian Day and a big happy birthday to Bill Clinton, Christian Perry, Lil Romeo and Matthew Perry. Seven. There were 33,904 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 111 additional deaths. The world continues to watch closely as events unfold in Afghanistan, with evacuations and plans for refugee programmes continuing. Home Secretary Priti Patel was criticised for announcing that Britain would take 20,000 Afghan refugees, when in fact the scheme will be open to only 5,000 in the first year. As Parliament was recalled to debate the Afghanistan situation, Boris Johnson insisted that there is no appetite for military re-engagement with the Taliban at this point. I really think that it is an illusion. Uh, to believe that there is appetite amongst any of our partners for a continued military uh, presence. I do not believe that deploying tens of thousands of British troops uh, to fight the Taliban is an option. Labour leader Sakir Starmer says the government needs to get up to speed on the situation quickly and focus on evacuating those at risk. The desperate situation requires leadership and for the Prime Minister to snap out of his complacency The most urgent task is the protection of our diplomatic staff and the evacuation of British nationals and Afghans who've risked their lives. The Commons debate saw a packed house with many unmasked as they were updated on the latest events in Afghanistan. The focus was on the speed at which the situation had deteriorated as the Taliban swept to power and on the unfolding humanitarian crisis that it's created, with many pointing the finger at Joe Biden over the US President's decision to go ahead with the withdrawal of troops. Former Prime Minister Theresa May was concerned at the long-term implications this has for the British presence on a world stage. What does it say about us as a country if we are entirely dependent on a unilateral decision taken by the United States? I'm afraid I think this has been a major setback for British foreign policy. Labour MP and Afghanistan veteran Dan Jarvis was most concerned about the local troops that he served alongside and what their fate will be in a Taliban-controlled country. We trained together fought together and in some cases we died together, but I shudder to think where those men are now. Many will be dead, others I know now consider themselves to be dead men walking. Where were we in their hour of need? We were nowhere and that is shameful. Mm. Tory MP and fellow veteran Tom Tugendat says the worst part is the feeling that all of the British military sacrifices in Afghanistan were in vain. I've been to funerals from Poole to Dunblane. I've watched good men go into the earth, taking with them a part of me and a part of all of us. And this week has torn open some of those wounds. CNN's Clarissa Award is still on the ground in Kabul and on a day when Taliban militants killed a protester in eastern Afghanistan, she says the atmosphere in the city is bizarre. The most frightening moment for our team came when our producer Brent Swales was taking some video on his iPhone. Two Taliban fighters just came up with their pistols and they were ready to pistol whip him and we had to intervene and scream and it was actually another Taliban fighter who, who came in and said, no, 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 don't do that, they're journalists. And as it's become clearer that the root of all this chaos is the peace deal that Donald Trump and Mike Pompeo struck with the Taliban in the first place, Donald's been back on Fox News, criticising the Biden administration for not making his crazy plan work. He should have gotten the civilians out first. Then he should have taken the military equipment. We have billions of dollars of brand new, beautiful equipment. I said, take the soldiers out. But before you leave, blow up all the forts. R. Kelly was a huge music star in the 90s, but he's been accused of serious sexual abuse for the last 20 years. He was indicted on 13 child pornography charges in 2002, but acquitted in 2008. He was indicted in 2019 on 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. And now he's going on trial on federal charges, including racketeering, sex trafficking and child pornography. The Brooklyn prosecutor at the opening of his trial on Wednesday described him as a predator. Kelly's been in jail for two years now, but he did speak to Gail King on CBS back in March 2019 in an interview that went entirely off the rails. Quit playing, Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all! I'm fighting for my life! Y'all killing me with this! Robert, you don't wanna believe it! Still to come on the smart seven, tributes to comedian Sean Locke and a brand new Marvel blockbuster hit cinemas right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Island edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Spurs are in Europa Conference League action tonight as they face Portuguese side Pacos de Ferreira. It was expected that this would be Captain Harry Kane's first outing with the Spurs team since he announced his intention to depart the club with Man City still the favourites to sign him. Instead, he hasn't travelled and although he's been training, manager Nuno Espirito Santo says he can't say if he'll play on Sunday against Wolves either. Uh, What I can tell you is that he's better. He's better. He's getting his fitness better and better each day. And he's going to join the the group on, on Friday and Saturday we'll make the decision who's going to be involved in the next game. Now that cinemas are back open and life's returning to something like normal, some of the big blockbusters we didn't get this summer are rolling out. New from Marvel is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's the 25th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the first with an Asian lead. Star Simu Leo is on the red carpet. Yep, they're back too. And he says it's a must-see movie. It is a celebration of culture. It's a celebration of coming of age. It's a celebration of, of so many things. And it's also, by the way, got some of the most incredible action sequences you've ever seen. What? There was sad news yesterday as the death of comedian Sean Locke was announced. He died of cancer at just 58 years of age and the news shocked the comedy world. He was a stand-up comedian and panel show veteran, including longtime team captain on 8 Out of 10 Cats, and he wrote and starred in the BBC sitcom 15 Stories High. Tributes came from Jimmy Carr, Harry Hill, Ashling B and Bill Bailey, who called him brilliantly funny. Here he is in full flow on 8 out of 10 cats. Rest in peace, Sean. My greatest achievement must be rectum of the year. <laughs> I knew I'd won when I, uh, I heard three of the judges throwing up behind me. Um, <laughs> Beat <beef>, phone <firm>, Cotton. <laughs> Hers is pretty messed up. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day.